welcome back to the whole nine source podcast i'm your host as always dylan sanders you can find me on twitter at dilly sanders uh and on this episode with me now in this little intro section is uh brandon austin who you can find on twitter at wns underscore brandon so i'm not gonna waste your waste your time there's three interviews in this in this episode so we'll just go ahead and get into them um just you know we always have a little bit of an intro section um so yeah just enjoy these. Um, on this episode, we have Jarrett Patterson, Khalil Brooks, and Reggie Gilliam. I know Brandon was ecstatic to finally get a Toledo player. Um, so yeah, uh, enjoy this episode. It was a it was a fun one. I'm not on the Jarrett Patterson one, but I'll be on the other two. Um, so yeah, we'll go Jarrett Patterson, then Khalil Brooks, and then finish it off with Reggie Gilliam. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. Uh, I am just flying solo right now, Brandon Olson, um, and I'm joined by the University of Buffalo running back, Jarrett Patterson. Uh, how you doing, Jarrett? I'm doing good. Um, I have to start off with this because I know that you don't know this, but I went to Toledo and I am still a big Toledo fan. Like, I have it tattooed on my arm, and you just destroy them every time you see them. Uh, you have 52 carries for 282 yards, so five and a half yards per carry, three catches and for 35 yards, and seven total touchdowns in two games, and I need to know, what did they ever do to you? <laughs> Uh, nothing really. It just really uh, we needed those those uh those two games, you know, to to you know so solidify a bowl bid and just the the last game, you know, was senior was senior day. Just wanted to send the seniors, you know, off right with a great memory, you know, all their hard work they put into the program and stuff like that. And then you know Toledo, Toledo is definitely uh one of one of the uh, definitely well respected, you know, program in the MAC conference. You know, they've been they've been killing the game for a long time. But man, it was just we just had to uh, just get it done and finish the season off strong. That was my mindset. So it was senior day. Had to go out there. Had four rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. I hope you know you made me miserable watching that game. <laughs> I was very upset. Uh like I like it hurt me deep. Um. <laughs> So, what was your recruiting process like? Uh, because I know a lot of people said he's too small, he's too whatever. Clearly, they were very wrong. Um, and then, what made you choose Buffalo? Uh, recruit process, you know, very stressful, very emotional for me. But you know, it made me the player I am today. You know, I had a lot of, lot of, a uh, lot of, lot of, um, you know, MAC conference, FCS, uh, probably offers. Um, you know, and just Buffalo uh, was one of the few schools that offered me and my brother that plays on uh, defense, number twenty, James Patterson, and that was that's been a goal of ours to go to school ever, like ever since we were playing, you know, youth football, you know, and uh, Toledo, Toledo, Toledo actually uh, offered us, but the coach that you know that was recruiting us, he he uh, left Toledo, so the connect that connection, you know, went blank. But you know Buffalo just stuck with us. You know they they really showed interest in, interest in us throughout the process, and it just felt it just felt like the right move, and it felt like home. That makes me even more upset now. 
Um, <laughs> uh, that was like my next question though was how cool is it to just be on the same team as your twin brother? And he kind of plays the opposite position because you think like running backs usually match up with linebackers. So just how cool is that? Uh, that's real cool, you know. Just seeing, you know, uh, seeing it going against him in practice, you know, making each other better, and just even, you know, seeing seeing his hard work, you know, uh, pay off. You know, uh, even though we still got a whole lot of work to do, that's very. It's just very cool, you know. Just, just, uh, you know, I'm on the field. I know he's cheering for me, you know, to make a play, and that, and it goes for the same for for me. You know, I'm on the sideline, you know, and the defense out there, you know, I, I, I'm rooting for him, you know, make a play, you know, and it's and it's, it's just it's, it's just definitely a blessing. And uh, you have honestly just had an insane start to your career. Uh, your freshman year, you were the first Buffalo freshman to rush for 1,000 yards in a season. And then you followed it up in your sophomore year by having the best season that a Buffalo running back has ever had, breaking the school record. Uh, how are you going to top it junior year? Um. You know, it's just crazy. You said just how how would I top it? You know, I still feel like I haven't did anything anything major yet. You know, just really, just really starting off. You know, preparation. You know, just staying ready. You know, what all this is going on. You know, uh, this virus. You know, just gotta stay ready. Uh, just just improve the best way the best way I can. You know, uh, just when it's time to uh, get back. You know, when when we can start resuming. You know. Uh, Football, football, getting football back in football activities, you know, uh, just hit the ground running. But definitely, just you know, just taking it one game at a time. Just really, uh, just really, just trying to make 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 this program take the next step and make an elite program. And uh, I don't know if you know this. See, I don't know if you know this, but gambling websites officially have you listed as a guy in contention for the Heisman for 2020-2021 season. That's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> Uh, so that's that's awesome that you're getting your recognition out there, uh, especially for someone from the MAC. That's just not something that happens a ton. Um, what would that mean to you to just even be considered for the Heisman? Um, just even uh, being uh, considered for for that is this is just, just a blessing. I'm just grateful, you know, um, to be even considered. Uh, in that category, you know, but at the, end of the, at the end of the day, you just gotta, you know, really, just really, just keep working and put your head down. And uh, what was your Bahamas Bowl week like? Because obviously, you're in a place that the weather's usually great. Uh, you had an awesome game, and I, I just happen to know that bowl games, they tend to be really fun with the events that they run pregame. So just what was that like for you? You know, just uh, going down to the Bahamas was definitely a great experience, you know. Um, like you said, the weather, the scenery, man, it, it was just amazing, you know. Uh, but my mindset, you know, I was there, it was really – well, our, our, our mindset as a team was, you know, we down we was down there to have fun but also take care of business, you know. And we just really wanted to be the first uh, team in school history to get our first bowl win ever, and we did that. Yeah, and – you had 173 yards and two touchdowns in that game. Uh, so just dominating um, again. And then so now you're in, you're from Maryland. You're in upstate New York. Uh, what do you do for fun or for your free time in Buffalo? Uh, really just, you know, hang, hang, hang out with friends, 
you know, I'm a pretty laid back guy, you know, uh, play to play the game, you know, uh, I try to check out, you know, different food spots, I mean, food spots in Buffalo, you know, you know, I love, I love, I love the wings here, you know, just, you know, that's, I'm, and that's really, and that's really, you know, what I really do on my off time, you know, I'm a really laid back, laid back guy. Now we know why you really went to Buffalo, you just wanted wings, that's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and then, so obviously, you have this great bond with your twin, James. Uh, just tell us about that. Just what's that like? Because you guys go to Buffalo High School together, everything together. So just what is that bond like between you and James? Uh, it's really just, you know, unbreakable, you know. Uh, you know, he's my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just just having me and him, you know, just going to have the same interest, you know, playing the same sport, you know, just competing with each other, making each other better. It just made our relationship uh, even stronger, you know. Even, even at times when uh, before we even got to Buffalo, we had to uh, gray shirt. So he so he decided that you know stay back with me to gray shirt before I even you know went to Buffalo, and that that was huge. Uh, do you have like a favorite Lance Leopold story that you can tell? Um, a favorite Coach L story. Um. I feel like this, this, the stories after like, probably this probably when every time you see him celebrate, you know, cause he's such, he's such a, you know, uh, uh, you know, he's very observing, you know, he's very, you know, um, serious, you know, he's about his business. You know, I just, uh, just, every time, you know, in the locker room, you know, when we get a win, you know, he just starts, start, you know, you know, getting crazy with us, you know, and that, I think that's, that's, that's very, very exciting to see. And that's, that's pretty funny to see, you know, uh, that 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 our coach, you know, after we after a big win or after after we win games, you know, he he you know gets excited as as much as we, his players that uh, does. Does he ever dance in the locker room? Oh yeah, definitely, yeah, <laughs> man, definitely, yeah. Does he have rhythm though? Uh, I mean, I I feel like uh, out of most coaches in college football, he I I I, I take him not nine nine times out of ten. <laughs> I just had to make sure because, like, we get the stories like, oh yeah, after a big win, like, um, when we interviewed Steve Wordle, it was like, after a big win, Matt Campbell, who like run into the locker room, he'll dance with us, but like he doesn't have rhythm to do it. <laughs> like, I just had to ask. Um, yeah, man, it's really, it's really, all, it's all really all about the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. You just have to look like you know what you're doing. That's it. Yeah. And everyone will be like, oh, all right, he's he's getting it. That's it. Um, all right, just one last question for you, Jared. Uh, are you familiar with? My cleats, my cause in the NFL. Uh, I heard of it, but I'm not really too familiar with it. It's just people, they pick a cl- uh, cause that's important to them and they design their cleats with it just to raise awareness. So obviously you don't have to pick an answer because it's kind of a, this is the toughest question you're going to get. Uh, what would your cause be for your cleats when you're in the NFL? Um, I, I just, uh, you know, several things, you know, probably my top two, uh, probably, uh, Parkinson's awareness because my aunt has that, you know, and that's something, you know, I, me, our, our family had to learn about and probably, uh, you know, cancer, you know, there's a guy, there's a, a guy that, well, there's a, there's a kid named Andre, uh, he, you know, he always comes to our practices and, you know, he's dealing, he's, he, you know, he's dealing with that right now. And just you know, seeing him battle that uh, is 
definitely an uh, inspiration to us. All right, good. Uh, all right, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, really hoping for the best for you this year. Just stay safe, stay healthy with all this corona stuff going on. Uh, and, yeah, thank you so much. All right, thank you for having me. Hello, and welcome back to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. At least this segment, I don't know where it's going in the episode. I don't know why I always start like this, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, obviously, it's me, uh, your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. Joining me is my co-host, as always, Brandon Olson. Um, and then we have a special guest, Khalil Brooks, former MTSU linebacker, defensive back, he can do anything you want. Ah, Siri, shut up. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, you can find him on Twitter at underscore district district uno six. And uh, yeah, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Just living life. Uh, it's a way for football season to come back. Hopefully, staying inside, <laughs> washing your hands. Yes, sir. Always gotta wash. Your just hands. doing that. Literally, just staying in the bathroom, washing your hands, just all day. I mean, you probably won't catch it. Yeah, make sure you have hand sanitizer. Make sure you just always clean. I got it at my desk. I got it in my car. I got it. I got it anywhere. Anywhere it needs to be. Um, so we're going to just be asking a couple of questions. It's not going to be anything crazy. Um, yeah, let's have have some fun. Brandon, you want to go ahead with the first one? Yeah, sure. Um, so of course you're a very versatile player. Just what's it like for you to be able to play corner, because corner linebacker safety, just move all over the field, all over the defense? Yes, yeah, so it just gave me an opportunity to to know everything on on football field, and to know why everybody do a, their job in the football field, and to to know like just to be able to have a better knowledge of uh, each position on the football field, just to uh, have productive and just to be versatile and also um, never to leave the football field. If we have an injury somewhere, then I can they, I can just plug and I can be a plug and play type of player and play in a different position because they can trust me. They trust me and they know that I know the plays. And also uh, just just showing on the tape that I can play different positions. Um, it's, it's, a, it's what the game that has turned to now. Like you have to be able to play different positions. You cannot be um, – you can't be a one position guy. You got to be able to play different positions on the football field nowadays. Yeah, um, and so showing like a little bit of like the versatility and just like pure athleticism. You just had your virtual pro day. You just uploaded mm-hmm. it. Um, for anyone who missed it, go watch it. He had a uh, nineteen reps uh, on the bench, a thirty-eight inch vert, ten uh, inch broad jump. 44740 which is awesome and then a 41 uh 20 yard shuttle which would be fourth best among defensive backs at the combine and then a 708 three cone how do you feel about that i feel great um just knowing that uh me being like the fourth best for a defensive back because you know, i'm led by as a linebacker in college uh and the shuttle is just just it shows the scouts and the gms and teams uh that i can play different positions and that I have, um, I'm an athlete. Uh, when it comes down to it, um, I, it also shows that I'm, I'm a strong player. Like I'm doing 19 uh, reps on the bench is is you can show that you're strong, and uh, being fast four 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 seven running against the wind shows that I'm, I can run, and also the shuttle shows my quickness. So 
Uh, I'm I'm a player that can do it all, um, even on special teams. I'm, I want to just be a plug and play player and and do do my job. And obviously, coming from Middle Tennessee State, there's that whole uh, the question about the competition you play. But this year, you got to play against schools like Michigan and Iowa, and Iowa. So, just what was that like for you to be able to play against top programs in your senior year when it matters most? In my opinion, um, over the last four years, we played against top tier teams. Um, we played against Missouri, Syracuse, beat those teams. Uh, we played against a, a lot of teams like this year, Iowa, um, last year, Kentucky, Georgia. Um, so I don't see myself as a player that, like a number, a uh, group of five, group of five player, players, they play against lower tail teams and then play against like athletes. Um, at MTSU, we made sure we played against. Uh, at least four games, top tier teams, power five teams, and even the top teams um, in the power five. So it's never the question in mind that I can play against competition. Yeah, and even being at MTSU where you don't like play week to week, at least the best competition, you can't really hold that against the player because I mean, you produced either way, so that's all you can ask for. <laughs> Um, but yeah, co- coming from a smaller school where you don't get as much like as much notoriety, how does that how does that motivate you to get the recognition you deserve? I mean, it's always motivation, um, just to 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 feel that you're stepped on, and to see the guys that make it to the league, like the Kevin Byers of the world, Travis Ward, uh, Richie James, and just to see how they, those guys translate to the league, just give me extra motivation to just step my game up and. And, I, and those are the guys that I've been to practice with. I've seen every day, and I've seen how they work. So I just try to emulate that as, but, as, as, as much as I can. And obviously, I know that when we were texting, I've told you, I've been a big fan of your game. Uh, what is your favorite on-field moment at Middle Tennessee State? Um, my favorite on-field moment was uh, – just uh, winning our first bowl game um, here at MTSU, winning the Community Bowl, uh, it's just something that we always – we never have done here at MTSU, just win the bowl games. We've been to many bowl games. Uh, we've been to 11 consecutive bowl games here at MTSU, except for this year. And just to finally get a win for a bowl game, just it was just the best feeling in my life. Um, even though we have a lot of upsets and things like that, um, just winning that bowl game just shows that every, all the work, all work you put in just works at the, on the end. What was uh, what do you think separates you from the other defenders in this 2020 draft class? Um, my versatility. Um, like I said, I can play anything on the on anything on the football field. Um, I'm physical and I'm fast. Um, at the knowledge of the game is is key for me too. Um, just knowing everywhere where everything how everything fits on the football field. Uh, also, I'm open to playing special teams. Not a lot of guys they look down upon that. Uh, even as a starter for, as a Three years started at MTSU. I, I even played special teams, uh, all the special teams, uh, all three years. So just being that guy who's just want to be on the football field, who loves football, um, just, it's just big for me. It, may, it separates me from everyone else. And uh, obviously, you've been playing at Middle Tennessee State for four years. You played in high school, and you'll hopefully have a very long future in the NFL. But do you have any fo- any post football plans in mind right now? Yes, sir. I'm actually getting my master's right now. Um, just finished my test um, to be in sports industry. So my goal is to get into operations. I also want to be in coaching. Um, and also, I want to one day be an AD. So uh, that's always something that 
I always wanted to do just to stick around the sports and I love sports and just see just to see uh, no sports right now is just like kind of makes me like you know upset or mad because of everything is going on but I just I'm just a guy that loves being around sports I love watching sports every day I turn on the TV going on sports center and um just want to just want to be a part of sports for the rest of my life and you said you wanted to be an AD, so Middle Tennessee State the favorite for that, or just <laughs> anywhere? Uh, just anywhere. Uh, I'm the type of guy that you know. I want to start off uh, small and then build myself up. I want to show that um, I can build a program. So even as a team like MTSU, I will one day hope to be an AD there, um, just to build that program because it has a lot of potential. For sure. And one of our favorite questions to ask. Um is uh, like about your coach do you have a favorite rick stockdale rick stockdale story uh rick stock coach stockdale he's just a straight on person um probably the probably the funniest thing uh is just being just after games um he always um every time we beat a team or a, t- a coach he don't like or a, a team he's a because you know it's in this business a lot of coaches know each other mm-hmm. and uh this after games he always sing a song. We also sing a song, and we always like call call our team a spunky little bunch, and <laughs> end up going back home. Basically, like they're they're gonna go back home on a long uh, plane trip back. Just just being them every game. Just he always loves singing that song. You know, Coach Stockstill. He loves being being teams. He he loves being his um his friends with um with his friends, and he also loves being his enemies. Uh, of course, so. Uh, he loves singing that song every every time we beat that team, beat the team. Well, it feels good to beat an enemy, but there's something extra special about beating a friend. Yeah, it, all, <laughs> it always is. <laughs> you, you can call, you can call him uh, later on and talk about it. And I always talk trash to my friends whenever I beat them. It feels great. <laughs> and we play games that are like much, uh, much lower quality, so they're not as good wins, but there's still something. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah just and, um, them games are long, so just. Uh, after the game just to get that relief and uh, him shaking up the guy's the guy's hand and just singing that song after their games is just just a huge relief and um are you familiar with my cause my cleats in the nfl yes i've seen that uh this year i think they started that this year yeah um so if you had to design your own cleats to wear which i mean could be doing in a few months uh, do you have any idea of what your cause would be that you'd be trying to raise awareness for? Um, my cause, my cleats would be, uh, let me think about that one. That is a great question. Um, it will, it will have to be, uh, I'm not, I'm a big, uh, dog person. So it probably had to be, uh, just to, the um, help like dogs who don't have a home basically yeah, cool deal all right well that actually you get behind that one yeah uh, <laughs> also a big dog person so i'm all for it yeah love dogs um well uh yeah i i think that about does it so what are your what are your plans from now until the draft uh, my plans is just to stay in shape uh get the you know a lot of public parks and stuff are closed right now so just to run anywhere, just to stay in shape, but keep on doing drills. Um, also, stay uh, healthy because the 
the most important key in staying in the league is the availability. So also not to try to do too much, but also try to make sure my body's um, in great shape and, and, and right and healthy for training cap. So uh, that's all I'm doing right now, just trying to stay in great shape, continue to do drills and repetition of all that every day to make sure I'm in the best shape and uh, just ready to, ready to be plug and play guy whenever, whenever we get back going. Hey, but it's also fun because now you have an excuse to stay home and play PlayStation or Xbox or something. <laughs> yeah, I'd also, yeah, you have a lot of free time right now just to do those things. I know right, I know it'll be the time to do a lot of visual teams, but uh, yeah, you can play the game and, you know, chill at home. All right, well. You're going to have to see me in Madden this week, too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing. Uh, that's nothing. Uh, just uh, You can just hit me up anytime and send an invite. I'm done. I'm gonna do it this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, best of luck to you. And uh, yeah, thanks Thank for coming you on. Guys. Hey. So just a little like um, update. We uh, so at the beginning of this episode, I kind of missed out on. Uh, I don't know why, but like the first like five minutes of this were were uh muted so yeah we jump in halfway through the interview not halfway through luckily it cuts back in before the uh the actual interview starts but uh we had reggie gilliam from toledo who has a million blocked punts and kicks um so what we missed was basically just the intro i talked about how he was a kid at kroger at nine and a football coach came up to him and was like, Hey, you're big. Cause he was like nine years old and 125 pounds. Um, and then that's how he started playing football. And then, uh, Brandon told a story about how he almost got beat up because well, he almost got into a fight <laughs> because, uh, he didn't know what Kroger was whenever he started at Toledo, but that's all you really missed. Cuts back in like right as the, the interviews, like the questions start. So enjoy. But yeah, that story is 100% true. That's what got me started playing football. Oh, wow. yeah, that's crazy. I mean, being being that big, I mean, of course people are going to walk up to you. I mean, I yeah, I got I got I got all the time coaches were, "Yo, come play, come play football." Yeah, come give it a shot. But I was a basketball player at the time, so like I was like, "I guess I'll just give it a shot. Probably won't turn out to be anything serious, but just have something to do, you know. Hey, yeah, it worked well, out. How tall? Were you? Ran with it. Um, I think I was like five nine, five eight. Jesus. Oh yeah. God! All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Yeah, and then that was just something I wanted to bring up, just because I thought it was funny. But uh, Brandon, you want to go ahead with the first like actual question? Yeah, sure. Um, just what does it mean to you to be versatile enough to play fullback, tight end, H-back, and just move around the offense? That's that's like my whole like mantra. Like I always want to be that guy that can do everything that you know coaches can rely on to do whatever they need. So like I don't like to restrict myself to just one one position. Yeah, I mean, did we t- cut out there? Yeah, uh, in like today in in today's NFL, like you know, it's important to be exactly like versatile. the fullbacks you see in the league right now, like Kyle Uzcheck and those guys, they're doing everything. 
Like that's what I like to think of myself as. Because even in high school, like I played, I played every position on offense except quarterback, obviously. And then um, I played a lot of defense too. I was a linebacker, a DN. I was just all over the field, and that's the way I wanted to be. I like to think of myself as like a utility player. Yeah. Um... Like here at Toledo, you seen like there were sometimes I was in the backfield. Sometimes I'd take a handoff. Sometimes I'd be split out. Like just do whatever. I want to be like an offensive threat all around. Yeah, um, and so the other day, um, a lot of people now are doing the the virtual pro days. Um, yeah. And what, what what did you think about yours? I think I did a pretty good job. I had a little bit of help from our punter, you know, Bailey Flint. He uh, got out there and recorded some stuff for me because, you know, he's in the theater and all that kind of stuff. So he knows all the cinematography that can go into it. So I had him throw together a nice little video for me. Awesome, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, 20, 20 reps on the bench, four fifty eight forty. I mean, it's not hard to see why you are really good on special teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really take a lot of pride in special teams because a lot of people don't. So I feel like I can get an edge on that because a lot of people take special teams off. They take a playoff or just don't take it seriously. Or it's like that's just a little gap in between when the offense is coming back out or the defense is coming back out. So a lot of people take it off mentally and – you can get a real edge by going going out and giving 100 percent effort on special teams. Like all the block kicks I have, every block kick that's a game changing play. There's like some kind of crazy stat. Like if you have, if you block a kick, you got like an 80 percent chance of winning that game. Yeah, I mean, and and certain teams definitely you know take take a look at that. So you're carving your carving a roll up for yourself somewhere yeah. on the team. Exactly. And that's just another thing that can get me another shot at the next level. That's all that matters. Because you're not just getting restricted to just offense. I can also play 30 snaps of special teams or whatever. Mm. And why are you so good at blocking punts and kicks? Like, what is it that you do <laughs> that makes you so good at it? I think my edge is that I'm a heavy guy that's got really good speed for my size. So, obviously, just, you know, laws of physics <laughs> if i'm going at a certain speed and you know the weight behind me i'm running through anybody in my path yeah. and that's what makes me so hard to block coming through the middle on those on special teams on punt returns yeah and uh you know toledo is definitely a smaller school um hey we love the small schools i mean i think yeah i think this episode has three small school interviews we had someone from buffalo MTSU and now Toledo. So, um, yeah. how much does that motivate you to get the recognition that you deserve? Uh, that's huge for me because I walked on at Toledo to start. Like coming out of high school, I didn't have any, I didn't have any offers or anything like that. I was just a pure walk on. So, I, like I knew from the start, like I had to make a name for myself. I had to be seen because coming from, I went to a small high school that never really won anything, never won any playoff games, never even went to playoffs or anything like that so like I was used to being like that underdog always being uh, overlooked and things like that so I knew coming to a smaller school wouldn't be much different and I just took it and ran with it yeah I also went to a, uh, a I guess you could say like not small in terms of how many people we had but in terms of our football team we won one game my junior year it was really cool. <laughs> um, yeah see uh, my freshman and sophomore year or no my freshman year I didn't win a game 
my sophomore year, I didn't win a game. My junior year, I won one, one game, and then my senior year, I won three games. If we're trying so, to if we're trying to flex our athletic prowess, I played baseball for <laughs> twelve years, and I can count my team's wins on two hands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you won more games than me. <laughs> I got <Point>. five <laughs> high school wins. <laughs> So um, I, already, I, I already knew coming out of that small school, like I wasn't gonna, I was gonna like the, be the over or underdog in most situations, and that's yeah. kind of how I'm looking at it for the NFL as well. Because you know I'm probably gonna have to try out and make a team no matter what. So I'm just used to being in this position to where I got to fight for my spot and my recognition. So. And uh, what would you say that your favorite moment on the field was at Toledo? It was uh, number one, winning the MAC championship in 2017. And uh, I can remember a, a very specific play. It was like in the third, maybe the fourth quarter. I was lined up at tight end, and um, we were running the ball with Terry Swanson. And uh, it was a block right off, like I had to make for to spring him free. And I made my block, and he ran untouched for 60 yards. And like I was just so ecstatic for him because like I created that block and created that touchdown for him. And then um, easily number two would be the block punt against uh, BG last year. Beginning of the game, Good. you know, rivalry game. <laughs> and uh, I go out there, and I think it was their first punt, and I uh, blocked their first punt. And then on that very next offensive drive from our block punt, I scored the touchdown. So it was just like I created an opportunity for myself. <laughs> so that was a pretty exciting moment. You know, glass bowls packed and everything. It was just like a movie scene. Love the glass bowl. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, what was the uh, just? I just I just thought about what was the reaction whenever Cody Thompson blocked the blocked the punt in the end zone versus BMI. <laughs> well, see, that was that was actually planned. So what happened was, I know, like you don't see this a lot in the film, but like the, the scheme on that play was for me to me and Cody were in the same gap, and I had to put Cody's guy on the ground so Cody can go through untouched. So we overloaded that that gap right there, and I put my guy down. Cody sprints through untouched, and the team we were playing against, VMI, they had like a man-blocking scheme. So they had me and Cody going at the same guy, and obviously Cody being faster than me, he got there first. But, <laughs> yeah, so that's how that went. Awesome. That's so it because it, on, on, like, watching it, it just kind of looks like, oh, it just happened, but... It's good to know. No, that, it was, good to know. It was yeah, planned was, and executed yeah, to perfection. Yeah, and me and Cody were talking like right before that play, and he was just like, "If you don't let this guy touch me, I'll take you to Chipotle." <laughs> <laughs> and after that, me, him, and another guy, Nick Kovacs, one of my other teammates that was also in that gap with us, he took us all to Chipotle. So, hey, it was a good deal. Dude, for really, you. really just throwing yeah. a bunch of people into one gap, and they're just like, "I yeah, go get it." Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, they couldn't take all three of us. Mm. Um, so what do you think separates you from the other fullbacks in this class? Uh, what, I mean, there's not a ton of true fullbacks, but like, I don't really consider myself a true, true fullback either, because I can do just about everything on the offense and then mm -hmm. special teams as well. Cause when you think about a fullback, you think about like Mike Allstott, you know, Lorenzo Neal, big bruising guys that were just like one dimensional North and South guys. But like, the, the fullback position has changed a lot. Like I'm about 240 pounds, but like I can move with a guy that's 220 or 200. 
Like I can I can run with just about anybody besides besides like DBs and things like that. But it, it's just all about being versatile now because you could catch, you run, block, special teams, whatever. And I think that's what separates me a lot from watching the guys at the combine who were like considered to be small tight ends or big running backs. They were only good at one or two things to where like I feel like I have a, a lot of strength in my game. Um, yeah, I can be more than just your hand in the dirt, run straight at this guy and block him. And uh, just because I have to ask, because we ask everybody about their coach, but like I have to ask this one: is do you have a favorite Jason Candle story that you can tell? Uh, favorite Jason Candle story. Um, no, I mean I don't really have a favorite like. I really like Coach Campbell, but he's just, he's not really like a super funny guy that's like you get stories out of. He does not look like a funny guy. <laughs> I mean, he, don't get me wrong, his, his personality is not like dry or anything, but he's like, there's no like stories that are just like hilarious to like where he was embarrassing himself or anything like that, so. Um, Pretty put together guy. <laughs> that's exactly what I would expect to hear about Jason Candle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he has fun and everything, but like, it's no, like he knows the difference between business and playtime. Yeah. Um, so another thing that we like to, to ask everybody just, you know, you know a little bit more about them. Uh, do you have any like post football plans? Uh, actually I want to be, so I got my bachelor's, my undergrad degree and in interdisciplinary studies basically allows you to do whatever you want with your degree so it's like a, it's like a multitude like of different mm. categories and disciplines whatever so I can do whatever I want with it so I like have a focus on like marketing and business management and that's basically what I want to do I want to be a part of a marketing department somewhere or like social media marketing something that's promoting something else so like you know how you always see like Wendy's and Burger King on Twitter going back and forth at each other like, I'd like to do something like that. That's always, that's always seemed fun to me. To lead over his and, PG on Twitter, who says now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, um, I, I, I really compare that to my game a lot, too, because, like, me blocking for the running back and springing him free is a lot like promoting him. So I like to think of it as I got to get my job done so he looks better. And, uh, and Terry... If I remember correctly, I had like a huge game that game too. Just aside yeah. from that touchdown, like he just destroyed yeah. Akron. Um, yeah, he had a really good awesome. game. And then um, last year at Colorado State, Bryant Kobach ran for like 240 some yards and three touchdowns or something crazy like that. And that was just that was a, a really good game for me. I like to think too because a lot of those times he was running behind me. So I take a lot of pride in my running backs doing well. Toledo just always has great running backs. I love it. Um, yeah. And then just one more question. I hate saying that because technically two questions. Um, are you familiar <laughs> with my cause, my cleats in the NFL? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think you might want to design your cleats to be for the cause that you're representing? Mm, that's, that's a difficult one because I'm not really a flashy guy. Like I usually just have all basic stuff. And I never really thought about what I would do for my cause, my cleats. It's kind of an on-the-spot question. I never really thought about it. Um, 
I don't know. I would probably do something related to um, diabetes or cancer because there's been a lot of diabetes and cancer in my family. I've had a lot of family members die from that. So I'd probably do something related to that. Cool deal. All right. Well, that, I think that about does it. Um, thanks for coming on. It was awesome. Um, All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I guess uh, it's the poster child for football coaches asking little kids <laughs> to play football. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it, works, it works out. It works out. Yeah, I had no idea it was going to turn out to be what I am today. Well, awesome. Well, um, good good luck in the, in the coming weeks. And, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. All right, thank you. Thank you.